welcome back, everybody, again to the Green Room Podcast. Uh, this is take two. We got we were so close to getting right into the thick of it, and then you know these lovely computer issues. So we're starting over. I mean, that was award-winning stuff that we just lost, unfortunately. But anyway, never, never to be heard. <laughs> no, no, it's in lost in the archives. Oh well. Uh, Tony Paul here with the Detroit News, joined by our esteemed beat writer, fresh off. The plane from Newark, New Jersey, where uh, he had a lovely time at the airport. Matt Charbonneau, how you doing? <laughs> I, look, I'll leave, maybe it was because of my Newark uh, airport rant in the last uh, try at this podcast that it disappeared. So I won't probably, probably. I won't bore everybody. Just understand that that airport's a disaster, and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from there. Very good. Well, you made it back. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, uh, bouncing all over the place. You were in Chicago for the Big Ten Media Days for no. basketball, or no, or Illinois, Indiana, in, wherever. Indianapolis. Indiana. Okay. <laughs> they moved them. They moved them. All right. So you went from Indiana to back home, then off to Newark and covered a football game. You're back in Michigan now. Uh, 31-13, Michigan State wins. They are now 6-0. and uh, They're bowl eligible, which was everyone's goal probably at the beginning of the season. And uh, not anymore, um, <laughs> not with the state of college football right now. All of a sudden, Michigan State 6-0, Michigan 6-0. Iowa's undefeated after beating Penn State. And all of a sudden, you have uh, just a ton of Big Ten teams in the top ten of the AP poll that came out today. We're recording this on Sunday. I think there's five teams in the top ten, yep. uh, which is a record for um, Big Ten teams in the top ten of any AP poll. And the AP poll dates back to the 30s. Um, so. Um, and, you know, we'll see how good the Big Ten is. A lot of it's because of, you know, the, some of the big names have fallen. And college football is in a little bit of state of chaos right now. But we'll get to that in a little bit. We're going to talk Michigan State first. Uh, a little bit of a trap game. Rutgers is gritty. You know, they're, you know they, they obviously gave Michigan a, you know, a little bit of a scare, a little bit um, when they played them. It was a, definitely a game that uh, I think Michigan State had to be wary of. And, um, you know, it wasn't a perfect game, but uh, just uh, explosive first half, especially for Naylor with uh, three touchdown receptions of over 60 yards, which is just, I mean, that's tech mobile stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just, that's insane. Um, uh, and uh, another big half, uh, a big game for Kenny Walker, especially in the second half. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, definitely a, a, a resounding win for Michigan state as they, you know, as they work their way toward the gauntlet of their schedule, they've gotten the job done through six games. Yeah, and it's you mentioned it wasn't like pretty or perfect yesterday, um, not by any stretch. Uh, but it just shows what th- these weapons on offense. When you talk about Kenneth Walker and Jalen Naylor and Jaden Reed and Peyton Thorne, it, it just shows how valuable they are. Because you can have a game like yesterday where the first half was. Let's be honest, it wasn't good. Uh, it, mm-hmm. To me, it felt like the first time Michigan State really wasn't. Wasn't really dialed in. I mean, obviously they have mistakes, but this just felt uh, like off from from the moment they decided to fake the field goal uh, on the first drive to um, you know multiple penalties. Yeah, I, you know the Jacob Panasuk penalty was ridiculous, but that was weak. Um, that was yeah, weak. It, but you know there were other calls, there were false starts, things like that, and then you have the clock management at the end of the half, which was head scratching at best, awful, probably a little more accurate when you consider how that went down, I, I thought they got lucky to get the one second back to try a field goal, to be honest, but they showed uh, it. it a, yeah. I saw your tweet on that. They did show it a few times on replay and yeah. it, it was, it was correct. To give them, it was fortunate well, that they got it back because they, yeah. I mean, they, they took the timeout. So early, a timeout so early, which was odd 
um, in, in that final minute of the first half. And then they didn't take a timeout when they didn't have much time to work with. So they could at least get the field goal out. They were, they were fortunate to get the second back. They, they, it was right call. Uh, but shoot the best player of the game for Rutgers might've been Greg Shiano (laughs) to take it out. Matt Coughlin on that uh, third time out. But anyway, uh, that was, that was brutal, but it's, it's pretty impressive when you have a team that can just overcome that and not just overcome it. I mean, they, they still dominated the game in many ways. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and, yeah, they, and they, they and they yeah. just played it. They played a sloppy half of football, and it was a lot of coaching more you know, than a lot of playing in, in that first half. And uh, still, I mean, just you know, had no worries in this game. No, and it and that's kind of what I was getting to. You have those guys that can just, and I made the analogy before that people hear when you hear basketball coaches say making shots can cure a lot of ills, and and when you have those those guys on offense it you know it wipes a lot of that stuff out you know it gives you that time to kind of get dialed back in and I, I i tweeted at one point i think it was right before halftime i said this game feels like michigan state 21 michigan state 13 because right. pretty much everything rutgers was getting michigan state was kind of gifting them um whether it was the first drive giving up a third and 18 or having a bunch of missed tackles or some of the penalties later in the half it just it, it felt like they were every 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 issue was self-inflicted which is frustrating for fans watching that, but you also know that stuff can get turned around pretty quick. And, and of course we saw that in the second half, you know, the defense pitches a shutout, which I don't, you think you, people even notice because um, the defense catches a lot of grief and some of it, on, some of it's justified. Some of it's not, especially when you consider they, you know, they, they held Rutgers to one touchdown and four trips to the red zones. One of them, when they, the offense turned the ball over inside the 15, um, you know, I, it gives you the time for those guys to kind of get dialed in. And by the second half, then you got Kenneth Walker doing Kenneth Walker things. And it's just seeing this offense right now. I mean, this offense scored 18 points a game last year. And we've seen some bad offenses. I mean, some really hard-to-watch offenses the last three years. And to see this now, to know, you, you never feel like anything's out of hand because you know this offense can strike really at any any moment. It's I'm running out of words to describe what it is watching this team. No, it's, it, it, it's, it's just it's, it's, it's just multiple guys, and it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's not one guy. I mean, you look around a lot of college football teams, a lot of offenses that rely around one or two guys, and this one is just. And as we were talking before in our Emmy award-winning podcast that we lost to the archives <laughs> because of technical difficulties, so I'll repeat it here. Um, you know, you and I have watched a ton of Michigan State football over the years. We've seen playmakers. We've seen T.J. Duckett. We've seen Plaxico Burris. We've seen some great quarterback play. But I just don't recall on offense alone. Now, again, the defense, you mentioned it. They're a bend-not-break defense. I mean, they, you know, they're not the best defense we've seen from Michigan State, but they're capable. But right. offensively, I can't recall seeing a Michigan State team with this many weapons. Um, and, uh, I mean, just so many guys to go to. I mean – he had a quarterback throw for over 300 yards, a receiver catch for over 200 yards, and running back catch for over 200 yards, which is only the fifth time in FBS history that's ever been done in a single game. Um, I mean, Kenneth Walker with the 94-yard run from scrimmage for the touchdown, the longest run, one run from scrimmage and play from scrimmage in Michigan State history. And Michigan State football has been around for, for a minute. So um, <laughs> just uh, you, you still wonder, you know, what it's going to be as we approach the gauntlet of the schedule. Uh, but they've played some pretty capable defenses, you know, and they've and they've gotten it done. Um, 
we'll see what happens as, as the schedule really thickens here in, in the latter stages. But man, um, I mean, it's just, I mean, they're, they're producing, you know, top 10 national highlights every week. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, the, it's just incredible to watch. The Kenneth Walker run when he reaches out to shake hands with Jay. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, yeah. that could be, let's look, Michigan state's offense isn't doing any of this. If Kenneth Walker's not here, I think no. we all understand that that makes a flea flicker that apparently Michigan state's going to run every week. It, it makes it as Mel Tucker is kind of like, yeah, it's just another play, which when you can run the ball like this, it kind of feels like that. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a trick play anymore. It feels like defense has got to try and stop Kenneth Walker. Okay. Well, we'll run this play because it works every time. You know, it's, well, you see it when you have the when you have a threat like that. Yeah. And let's and let's be honest. I mean, we can we talked about this for the through for four weeks, but we're six games in. We're halfway through the season. He's a Heisman Trophy candidate. There's no, no question doubt. about that. Um, you know how that that's going to shake out in the final six games. Look, it's he's still probably a long shot, but he's a legitimate candidate to be the first yeah. Michigan State player to win the Heisman. And uh, if you don't have him, you don't have Naylor getting the the options that he gets a read um, uh, Thorne doesn't have the, you know, the, the, the time to uh, throw, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's all is a ripple effect and you've seen it with the lions for 20 years. You know, if you want to look at, it, if you don't have a running game, it's pretty easy to shut down your offense. Yeah. And, um, and now that's one dimensional. Exactly. I mean, you know, you, no problem. And now you got a guy that, I mean, not only can he, you know, not only does he see the holes, he sees holes that aren't there. He just sees bodies that he just bounces off like a pinball. Um, it's it's just incredible to watch. I mean, fun to watch. It's a great story. And by the way, Wake Forest doesn't appear to be missing him either. No, <laughs> you know, which no. is which is another fun subplot to this whole kind of Walker thing. That uh, you know, Wake Forest has to be thinking, what if we did have him? Holy cow! What a, what a season! Well, it really, could be. But yeah, look, they run, know, a yeah, they run a little bit of. It's different. They run a little different offense. You know, yeah, it's different different scheme. But um, thirty one thirteen. Uh, but it. You know, just just the plays, the highlights. It's just it's just fun. It's fun to watch Michigan State football again. Well, that hasn't been the case for a while. No, I was thinking that when I was like, you go back and watch. People want to go back and watch the highlights now. Yeah, in the last few years, you didn't do that. The, the interesting thing about Kenneth Walker too is his ninety-four yard run, the longest play from scrimmage for MSU. That's not even his longest play. Yeah, he had a, he had a ninety-six yarder for Wake Forest a couple of years ago. So, you know, I guess this is just. Uh, average ho-hum stuff for him but it, you mentioned the Heisman thing too and now it, it's real now Michigan State's going all in now if you if you follow their social oh media, yeah I'm sure they've they stopped. should yeah there's no there's no holding back now the the K9 for Heisman is is going to mm-hmm. be a, a heavy push here but but you're right the, the, the thing about it is when we say long shot what we mean is he needs to have these big moments, these signature no, moments he's, he's in, the, in the big games. Sure, it's got to be sure. in the it's got to be in the big games, and the games that matter are going to be over the next six weeks. Right, as good as he's been, you know, if he's just okay the rest of the way out, and they lose a few, and they're nine and well, three, that's the thing. Yeah, they can't be nine and three. They got to be ten and two, eleven and one, and he's got to be a big part of that. Yeah, uh, and maybe man. even more than that, considering he's wasn't. In, you know how these things go. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they need to have one of those years that it's kind of special and he's the guy that right. that leads it but it, it just having i mean let's i've been covering this my 12th year i've never once never once in season uttered the word heisman with a michigan right. state guy um ever uh, there, there's it's never even been a thought and no. to see what this guy's doing is 
My goodness. You mentioned the weapons. I mean, there were some good, you know, I think of like 14, 15 teams when they were setting offensive records, they were, they were pretty good, but they didn't have a guy like this or, or even receivers. They had very good players. They had sure. you know, the Aaron Burbridges and Tony Lippets and Jeremy Langford, but you never felt it was never like, you're just waiting. When is this, when's this next big play? I mean, that, yeah. that team had a great offensive line and they just kind of, you know, outman you and, and kind of just grind you to the ground. This team, yeah, they, the, just the, never know when that it's the never ending like drive never right against the never ending drive against Iowa. Yeah. I mean, it just pounded down your throat. These drives are like one and two plays. <laughs> I mean, it's like one play. You, I'm you looking at it right you now. You can't go to it. the you can't go to the fridge to grab a sandwich when Michigan State's on offense right now because you will miss yeah. something. I mean, that's well, basically see, they where had, they're at. They had two one play drives just yesterday. So. uh and then another one was a two play drive, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so they had two one play drives and a two play drive. It was funny. We had uh, Darius Snow was in the, the interview room yesterday. Uh, the safety, by the way, the redshirt freshman safety who has taken over the starting job from Michael Dowell, by the way, nine tackles yesterday. But it, we, had, we were, he was getting asked basically about, hey, you know, you're not over on the sideline very long. And he was kind of joking about it. He's like, yeah, now he's like, he's like watching the video board is now something we got to do all the time. Yeah. Is it because you never know what the heck's going to happen next? And, you know, you sit down for a second to go over something and you're putting your helmet back on and go back out. So um, you might, they might not get a break, but when they're getting, when they're going back out of the field that quick and they got seven points on a board, they don't have a problem with it. So uh, that, well, that's what well, they're, used, they're, they're used to not getting a break because the drives would last three plays and then there'd be a right. punt. <laughs> right. So they're probably pretty well conditioned to be out there pretty quickly. But now it's just, I mean, every time you turn away, I mean, I only caught – I watched most of the game yesterday, and I missed two of the biggest plays. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. You know, it's fun, and they're 6-0, and uh, they're ranked number 10 in the country right now, which is just – I mean, just to even think about exactly, that. It's exactly what we all thought, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, just to think about that is incredible. Uh, Michigan's number eight. They're two weeks – or three weeks away now from possibly having that showdown we've been talking about. Michigan squeaks it out against Nebraska, a really good game last night. And uh, and then that's not a snide remark at Michigan. I mean, Nebraska, we've talked about this. They, you know, they, can't, they don't know how to win, but they're they not a bad team. They really don't. <laughs> I mean, they 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 know how to they know how to fight in battle, but they just don't know how to win. And Michigan gets the job done yesterday. So both undefeated, both in the top 10 in the country. Um, and now um, now, I mean, there's we talked about last week on the podcast. We talked about ceiling. We talked about floor. Right now, the ceiling is so up in the air with the state of college football where it is because you've you know, the the game of the year was Indiana or Alabama losing to Texas A and M last night. You got Clemson with loss, Notre Dame with loss, Ohio State with loss, um, and all these teams have tough games coming up on their schedule. So they're you know, I wouldn't imagine all of them would would be one loss at the end of the year. So. It's going to be interesting right now. The Big Ten's looking pretty sweet as far as uh, and we, you know, with Michigan, Michigan State, and Iowa undefeated after Iowa beats Penn State. All of a sudden, the Big Ten's uh, Big Ten's legit. I think you can say yeah. that now. You know the the interesting thing, too, by the way, Clemson has two losses, so they're yes, right, they're right. out. Yep. Um, the, the interesting thing about the Big Ten, and 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 you're right. So three unbeaten teams. You get Ohio State and Penn State at one loss, and both their losses are against top ten teams. Right. Um. Penn State's on the road. Excuse me. I keep seeing these, you know, we always talk SEC wants to get two teams in. Now, now it's like the Big Ten might be the one that gets two teams in. Yeah. Or, you know, or have the chance to. Obviously, we got six weeks to go. Or, right. So we'll see. But it, I, 
this kind of I thought was a little bit funny and speaks to just the nature of college football in the Big Ten is I, I saw a couple stories talking about scenarios for a two Big Ten, you know, playoff team scenario. And every one of them included Ohio State as the one loss team. You know, with yeah. Iowa being undefeated in the West, which seems likely now, um, and losing in the Big Ten title game to a one-loss Ohio State team. It, completely ignoring the fact that Penn State is also a one-loss team in the exact same position as Ohio State right. with their one loss to a, now the number two team in the country. Right. And oh, by the way, two other teams that happen to be undefeated right. that, that are both in the top ten. Yeah. Now, granted, one of those teams isn't going to stay undefeated because they play each other. Right. But it's like... Th- th- those scenarios all exist for the Big Ten, every mm-hmm. one of them, and none of them seem far-fetched. You know, I think, no, yes, no. is Ohio We're State the-, the most likely to be that team? Sure, sure. sure. But the, if you would suggest that Michigan or Michigan State could be that team, no one's looking at you crazy anymore. No. You know, six weeks no. ago, we'd be like, get the hell out of here. Right. Now it feels legit, and it's not just – I know it's because other teams are losing, and it's kind of opening the door – Right. Watching both of these teams for six weeks, they, they're both good teams. How well, they're talented. Are they? the, the t- we don't, we'll find out. We're going to yeah, find out find here out. in the next four or five weeks. Um, you know, I mean, Michigan, uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State got to basically battle it out in the best division in football right now. Uh, I mean, that's one division. That's one division um, that uh, these teams are in Ohio State, Penn State, and then undefeated Michigan, Michigan State. So we're going to find out. Uh, look, you know, we're not, neither one of us is going to sit here and say Michigan State's going to be twelve and zero, or Michigan's going to be twelve and zero, or you know, we don't know. But uh, you know, um, it's 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 not crazy anymore. No, uh, not when you're halfway through a season, um, and you've beaten uh, some pretty good football teams. And yeah. by the way, you've also um, manhandled most of your schedule. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've you had the bad game against Nebraska, which thank God Nebraska doesn't know how to win. And so you pull that game out in overtime, uh, but the rest of your games are, are two scores or more, you know, margins. I mean, yeah. and it's because you have the playmakers. So it's not like uh, it's some smoke and mirrors here. Uh, no. you know, but again, like you said, we're going to find out, um, you know, it's Indiana. Um, all of a sudden now I don't expect Michigan state to lose, or yeah, I expect that to be a win. Now I just, I think they should be undefeated going against Michigan. Um, but then, yeah, you got Ohio State on November 20th. You got Penn State November 27th. So it's going to shake itself out. Um, but the Big Ten's looking pretty sweet right now, given everything that's going on around the around the country. But anyway, we're, we're look, we're going to find that we're going to find this out. It's going to be a fun final four or five weeks of the season, uh, not just for Michigan State, but you know, Michigan's got you know, Michigan's got the games too. They got all of them. I mean, it's it's the Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan show. That's one division of college football. Yeah. Um, Piece and, of cake, uh, right? Yeah, the Big Ten beast. They called it on the on the Michigan State broadcast yesterday, which was perfect. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Um, so this could be fun. See how it shakes out. Uh, but uh, yeah, thirty-one thirteen over Rutgers. We got Indiana coming up uh, this week. What time is that game? Is that a night game for you? Probably. Oh no, 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 no my friend. Look at that, that a noon game. It'll be interesting to see what what time the game is going to be at on October thirtieth. At uh, I know, and everyone, everyone, I've been getting asked for weeks already. This thing isn't going to be announced until at the very earliest 10, 11 days, it's probably gonna be the seven day window. Yeah. So just hold your horses. I don't know when it's going to be. There's also Penn state, Ohio state that day. So they're going to, they're going to wait till late to decide on both of those. Um, you know, it could, you can make a case for any time. So I bet bet one of them is going to be three 30 and one of them is going to be the night camp. Well, Fox is their Fox. Their big push these days is the big noon kickoff. So who knows? We'll we'll see. You know, we'll see. 
we'll see. But yeah, I, yeah. But anyways, yes, anyway, any other any other observations to wrap up on uh, on Rutgers and injuries? Anything to report on that? Not nothing big on the injury front, really. Um, there's some people a little worried about Kenneth Walker's left ankle. Yeah, can we keep can we keep him out of the game for the final two minutes when they're up by two scores? Please, yeah, yeah. please. No. Mel and the, the running backs coach, Will Piegler, need to stop listening to him. He wants to go back in and those. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, it's nothing. It's it's not anything big. It's just he tweaked it a few. It's just kind of one of those things right now. It's just it's nothing serious, but you don't want it to get serious, right. obviously. But for now, it's nothing. Uh, see, Quiveras Crouch had a little shoulder issue, but he went back in the game. So nothing. Again, they're relatively healthy that, other than the guys that have been out. And by the way, my dog's going to go on that injured list in a second. Um <laughs> Uh, Drew Beasley, of course, is still out. Elijah Collins still out. Those are the, I think, the two big names everyone's kind of keeping an eye on, and it's it's up in the air with both. Um, you got an audience. That's that. cool. It's fine. We're gonna we're wrapping this up soon. Don't worry. He's fine. You know, people love puppies. Oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. He's he's in the show now. All right. But yeah, Good. no, no. I, I would say it relatively healthy for the most part, other than those couple guys. There's a few other guys, you know, but haven't really contributed a lot. So relatively healthy. And that's the one thing, too, with this offense. Knock on wood, everybody. Get all your rabbit's foots, whatever you want, whatever whatever it takes. Could you lose one of those guys of the four we talked about? <laughs> uh, things probably don't go the same way, you know. So yeah. certainly Kenneth Walker, certainly Peyton Thorne. Maybe you get by if you lose one of the receivers. Maybe. But, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know. Do all your but here, but uh, superstitious thing. things, I mean, yeah. keep them healthy. And, and here's the thing that here's the thing, you know, we talked about this too, is yeah, you know, playmakers are there, but I, I don't think we, we should overlook, you know, the defense either. I mean, yeah. they, they, they are the, they're, they're not the dynamic lights out, you know, we're going to stop you on that four inch line or four inch yard line, you know, um, but they, they just know how to get it done. They, they're been that break. And, and um, so the, um, I mean, if you look at these scores, I mean, they haven't given up a ton of points this year. So, um, you, know, you know, even if they were to lose some of that offense, but man, offensively, if, if this is the team that goes against Michigan, um, uh, good luck to Michigan. I mean, yeah. I, I, I just, um, good luck. Uh, I think that they're going to have some big problems, especially in the, on the corners and the secondary. Um, and, um, and that's going to be the big, probably the first real, real big test for Kenny Walker. Uh, if he can, if he can run it down their throat, he can run it down anybody's throat. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, and, and look, so you know, Michigan State's got Indiana. Michigan's on a buy this week, right? And yeah, then, Michigan. Uh, Michigan's on a buy, and then Michigan's got Northwestern. Northwestern, which State. is yeah, they swap buys. Michigan State's got their buy next week. So yeah, and you're right about Indiana. I, before the year, I picked that as a loss. Not right. anymore. And, and they probably won't have Michael Penix, uh, who separated shoulder what two weeks ago. They were just they're coming off a buy, but. I don't think he's going to play. Even if he does, he hasn't been very good this year. Plus, his, he just separated his friggin' throwing shoulder. So, uh, they've, they've just been a mess this year. So, you would expect Michigan State to win this, go go to the bye, and away we go. Because Michigan's right. not losing Northwestern. So Right. No, I, I think it's looking pretty good now for that uh, that big showdown that we've all been waiting for. And and that's going to show us a lot about both teams we're gonna sure. we're gonna find out we're gonna find out how legit both are we both, i mean i think they're legit but just how legit um as far as when you start talking about the four teams that are going to make the college football playoff um and quite frankly we might find out find out that they're both really good <laughs> yeah 
we, I mean, it might that, be. That, yeah. that might yeah. be one of the takeaways from that game. And, um, but well, uh, I, I kind of hope it is because I'm getting tired of six weeks in. We still got to qualify everything. Yeah, you no, know, we're, at, we're at, over what, that. They're, they're legit. We Kenny stop Walker's, saying, well, Kenny Walker's a Heisman candidate. No, yeah. no, look, Michigan got a big win, you know, on the road at Wisconsin, a big win at Nebraska. Yeah. Um, and uh, Michigan State's got some very impressive victories as well and uh, some impressive performances. So we make the, the takeaway from that game might be that they're both just good, good, good football teams, which is yeah, pretty, and I don't, pretty remarkable given that, you know, people weren't high on Michigan coming in this year either. No. So, and I don't, um, yeah, I don't care who you win, who you beat on the road, especially in a conference. You get a conference road win, that's not nothing, um, especially against a team like Nebraska. Rutgers, like you said, have been playing teams tough. Um, so let's not discount those. Yeah. You didn't go and beat Iowa or Ohio state, but those, those are wins are, are still good wins. So you don't do that if you're a bad team. So, so who had this, who had this top 11 to start the season, Georgia one, Iowa two, Cincinnati three, Oklahoma four, Alabama five, Ohio state six, Penn state seven, Michigan eight, Oregon nine, Michigan state 10, Kentucky 11, <laughs> just like everyone just like everyone drew it up. By the way, Coastal, certainly... Coastal Carolina 15, Wake Forest nice. 16. Uh, I mean, you go down North Carolina State, SMU, San Diego State, Brady Hoke. I mean, what a, you know, <laughs> that's the beauty of college basketball. Why I love college basketball, covering college basketball is you see this kind of fluctuation all the time. And you see this craziness yeah. right up from the beginning, the showcase tournaments right to the end in March Madness. That's why I love college basketball. You just don't see that in college football. It's been the same handful of teams for basically the entire run of the playoff, and now it's pure chaos, and I love every second of it. (laughs) Even even if Michigan State wasn't even in there or Michigan or whatever, it's just chaos, and I like chaos when it comes to college sports or any sport where you have dynasties um, uh, or pseudo-dynasties, and all of a sudden you get that one magical year where it's like, what the hell's going on? And that's this year. And it's, and it's, it's just fun. It's, it's Which is fun. the argument. It's the argument for the expansion of the playoffs, but now you're getting it without the expansion of the playoffs, but right. let's, not, let's not slow that down. Let's still have. Right. I mean, look, I mean, you know, Cincinnati looks like they're, they, you know, if they, they run the table, they're in, you know, I mean, you look down the list and you know what happened, you know, some of these other teams, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating to see how this shakes out. Um, you know, I still bet if I had to bet, I would say we're still going to see Alabama and Ohio state, somehow find their way in but um well, well if, if both teams win the rest of their games yeah. they'll, they'll be conference champions with a one loss right. you know right. and those that will be as we've talked about as we know in the sec and, and in the big 10 east that'll be full of quality wins so i mean the path is still there for them whether yeah. they do it or not that's right yeah story. But I mean, shoot, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. So uh, we got Indiana. Uh, that's a noon game on Saturday. Another road game for Michigan State. And then they return, or they got the bye. They got the, and they return October thirtieth against Michigan. Michigan gets their bye this week, and they uh, then they get Northwestern at home before the game at Michigan State. So it's gonna be fun. Uh, we got the, it's the basically right now. It's all eyes on Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State. See how this shakes out. And by the way, Iowa's got a pretty good path. To uh, to uh, yeah. setting to setting their destiny right now. Um, yeah, I, I was look at the Big Ten West. What I yeah. got left, they ain't yeah, losing it, either. As, as much as the Big Ten East is the Big Ten beast, the uh, Big Ten West is uh, yeah. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, not not good. But it's been that way the whole time. But uh, this year, especially, wow. Well, if what? you and if you look at this week's Big Ten rankings, really all of them. You've yeah. Got what do you five, got, by the way? What do you got? You've got five teams that are good, and after that, you're kind of like, eh. Yeah. I mean, we obviously we switched at the top this week. I was number one and Ohio yeah. State's two. I have Penn State three. It's hard to knock them too much for losing on the road. I mean, you lose your quarterback too, and that hurts. Right. So not he had thrown a couple of picks, but still right. it was a different game without Sean Clifford. Um, and then I stick with Michigan State, then Michigan. I know Michigan's ranked higher in the national polls, but you know, that's they can all be they're, wrong. They're, they they look at they're uh, Michigan. They're Michigan. Well, oh, right, that's and that's how, how college that's football how it's going rankings. to be. Yeah, that's how college yes. football rankings go. You're a name, and so you get ranked higher. It's why, it's why they always want to have Notre Dame and Texas ranked high early, and then have them both prove to us they're still not any good. Um, <laughs> that's how football works. College yeah. football works. So I've, you know, nothing is. Look, they're four and five. It ain't like it's a huge gap. Right. To me, both teams are pretty damn close. It's kind of remarkable how their seasons are following essentially the same sort of path. Oh, they I mean, really, they're, they're they winning really are. in. in their, their, their offenses are different. Obviously, I'm not saying they're identical, but the way their season's gone, we both thought they were going to be eh. They're both 6-0. and oh. They both had narrow wins against Nebraska when yeah. maybe they didn't play that great. Uh, it, it really is kind of fascinating. So I hope neither team messes up and loses their next game. And I even right. thought that Saturday night when I was watching the end of the game and, and they forced the fumble, and I'm like, well, Nebraska's Nebraskaing this. So, But I kind of thought, yeah, I want Michigan to win this. Let's keep them both unbeaten. And let's have a miserable week for us. Great week for fans. And, uh, I mean, as I said in the last pod or the one before, just enjoy the ride, man. Because I don't know how – we don't have a lot of years like this, especially this one where we didn't expect it. We didn't see it coming. So have fun with it. See where it goes. You got a great offensive team in Michigan State. I mean, what's not the like at this point? So just oh, see, yeah. where, see where it takes us. And uh, yeah. one thing we do know, it's go, taking us to a bowl game, which – they're going to a bowl game. Yes. Yes. I thought yeah. they'd get there after 12 games, not six. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to start right now. You're, you're, you're kind of starting to, you know, when it's like, it's like the price is right. When you start with the little prizes and work your way up, <laughs> yeah. you're right now you're starting in Detroit for your bowl game and you're warmer, you're warmer for every win, you know, yes. <laughs> for bigger and bigger. Uh, but the fact that I mean, just bowl eligible through six games is uh, wow. It's, it's been fun. And, and that's, and that's really all you can ask for coming, you know, just entertain us. And boy, did they! And they and they've gone well beyond that. I mean, they yeah. could be, you know, they they could be four and two right now, but they're not. The six and zero, they've gotten the job done, and uh, here we are. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a wrap um, for tonight. Uh, I know you're probably exhausted from your whirlwind tour from Indiana to to Newark to Michigan to you know you got the dual sports now eating up your time. So uh, we'll we'll cut this off now. But uh, yeah. Make sure to stay tuned to DetroitNews.com. Check out Matt's Big Ten rankings. He's got them up at DetroitNews.com right now. Also, check out his recap stuff from the past week and his look-ahead stuff to the Indiana game. You got Angelique all over the Michigan beat. You got Wojo trying to be funny in his weekly picks column. You got all sorts of great stuff. So make sure you uh, log on to DetroitNews.com and, and you know buy a subscription. Still a dollar for six months. Uh, you or buy a paper. Still, it's a novel. Hey, thing. you know what? The, you buy a paper. It's like two bucks. You know, so you buy a sub- online subscription. It's one dollar for six months. That's a pretty good deal. So do that and uh, make sure to check us out. You can check him out Twitter, Matt Sharman. Are you checking out of Twitter? Matt, that's going to do it. Another fun week. And uh, it'll be fascinating to see how this thing plays out. All right. We'll see you. Right. Bye to your dog. <laughs> Arf.